Disclaimer. Explain It Me is a podcast hosted by two adults who drink in the safety of their own home. If you are joining in on the fun while listening, please drink responsibly, don't drink and drive, and know your limits. Stay safe and have fun. As you listen to episodes, you may hear us make mistakes like names of films, actors, and actresses, as well as other unrelated facts. Please remember that we are both intoxicated while making this show and are aware of these mishaps. Please do not yell at the podcast while listening. We cannot hear you. Two and a half wines in. <laughs> I feel red. Can we get back to the movie, please? Just confusion. <laughs> oh, we don't know that yet. <laughs> Dad's disease. Explain it me. Explain. Explain it me. Fried of fertilize, fried of fertilize, fried of fertilize. Stop playing, girl. Don't think you realize how you like your eggs, fried of fertilize. Oh, you're already started. <laughs> Great. Here I am singing the classics. Turquoise Jeep. <laughs> I totally forgot that. What's the other song? Tell me, can, tell me, can your boyfriend do it like this? Can he do it like me? Saying I can do it better. I only remember the other song with that one token Jewish guy who sang it. Sex syrup. <laughs> Hot and sticky, baby. Dude, they were fucking bangers. <laughs> There's no fucking way that that's real. Yeah, they were fucking bangers. Yeah. But they were also ridiculous. Vintage Video Podcast sent us a DM where they said that they might have to make a video because they've been making videos about little tidbits of behind the scenes stuff about movies they've done about Keanu Reeves being forced to do The Watcher because his assistant forged his signature. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I was like, if you do, just shout us out and, you know, we give you your blessings. Best trivia. (laughs) Trivia sometimes does make the movie better. The Redeems sheet about it. the German missiles in Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. Furiously Fast. Yeah, the tri- that that wasn't even trivia. That's just about another movie that they they end up doing. Oh God. Uh, we'll do Fast and Furious another one at some point. I know Stephanie said in her last episode she was gonna do one, but I already picked a movie this week. Sorry, guys. Yeah, but it will um, happen. Yeah, do we just forget what we say in episodes until we listen back to them? Yeah, and we're like, oh, oh shit! shit. I said Oops. Yeah, just like Stephanie may or may not have seen Tokyo Drift before, but we're just gonna pretend like she listen. hadn't seen it in a long time. If she did, there was shit I did not know. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, could you even tell me what Bow Wow's name is? Of course, it's Twinkie. I mean, now I that can. was that was the guess of the century. Hello, Donna. Hello, partner in crime. Oh, I have no name. I'm just P.I.C. <laughs> piece of shit. No, no, <laughs> it's not how you sell. It's shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. How are you doing? I, <laughs> I, I. So, so <laughs> it is June. Somehow we have made it half of the year of 2023. Soon it will be July, and then we'll be dead. But why don't you do the introduction in Polish, <laughs> and I'll try to follow along. She's trying to figure out how to say welcome. Yeah. 
No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, line the sentence up in uh-huh. my head. Szanowni państwo. Explain it me. Dobry wieczór. Mamy nadzieję, że wszystko jest dobrze u was. Schwimmen. I'm trying to figure out where you are. <laughs> I'm saying great. I'm, I'm introducing it like high end, nice show. Oh. <laughs> so like, you weren't up to the ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> so you weren't up to the party. We are yet. hoping that you're having a lovely afternoon. Oh, bitch! Don't change this. Because I say in Polish, say- "Welcome to explain it me." I don't know how the fuck you would say "explain it me." <laughs> you're asking too much of my brain right now. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Welcome to. Explain to me. A podcast where two women Schwammin. talk about a film that's computing. Computing. I'm I'm giving up. <laughs> Confusing in plot. And the caveat is that we have to be drunk to tell it. Both of us are swifty. One is a little more swifty than the other one. Today that is moi. Well, I mean it's Donna's <laughs> half a drink behind me. Am I? No. Oh yeah. But my foot itches. So, so I can't drink. Priorities. No, I mean, I could drink with one hand and itch with the other. Multitasking. Mm-hmm. Well, hello. <laughs> Shalom. Again. What movie are we doing? We are doing. That wasn't enthusiastic enough. What movie are we doing? To- what movie are we doing today, Stephanie? Today, Jana, <laughs> we are doing the 2011 movie. The year we graduated high school. <laughs> Why'd you have to remind me? Because I have to. I have to put. Another, we get, get it in. in. I fucking the hated it. Dumbest, fucking, stupidest shit. The fact that I remember it. Because you heard it all the time. Sucker punch. Um, is John Hamm in this movie? He is. Yeah, that's the only thing I know about it, and it's kind of shot like a video game. Video game, anime, <laughs> anime. Yeah, there's some very like anime, some shit. Japanesey shit. In yeah, this. <laughs> uh, the director is none other. Robert Rodriguez. No. Oh. Zack Snyder. Oh, okay. That 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 guy. <laughs> yes, that guy who directed 300, Wonder Woman. No wonder they all look the same. Justice League, Watchmen, which is on my list. Oh, right. Man of Steel. He also... All right, he's Daddy DC. I got yes, it. Yes, but then, he, I mean, obviously, I didn't really look into this, but from his IMDb page, he started his career as a director directing mu- music videos. That's not uncommon. And he directed a music video for, apparently, my youth's only band that matters, The Emo Child and Me, My Chemical Romance. Which music video? Desolution Row. I don't fucking know what that is. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me like Helena or something. No. None of the ones that matter. I don't even know that song. I, I've heard of it. I, I stopped gonna, listening after I Black Parade. I grew up. up. Okay. I was going to look it up, but then I didn't care enough. <laughs> so, writers. Zach writers. Snyder. Yes, two. He wrote it? He's one of them. Okay. Zack Snyder and Steve Shibuya. Shibuya? Shibuya. Shibuya. Yeah, yeah. Who Steve is a terrible name. Has written <laughs> nothing else really other than this. Okay. And he also worked on movie sets as a gaffer. As a what? A gaffer? What is that? <laughs> I don't remember. I already figured out what an ice pick is. Like we're it I don't know, something to do with audio and cameras or some okay. shit. I, someone will So he does something with movies. Yeah. I will continue. <laughs> actors. What Main are those? actors. 
Emily Browning. That's the blonde? Yes. What has she been in? The only thing that I knew for sure that she was in was the ghost ship. What else has she been in? Pompeii. Okay. With Kit Harrington. (laughs) Kit Harrington? Yes. Yeah. She plays the love interest who dies. Spoiler. What? (laughs) And a bunch of TV shows. Hold on. I got to look this up because I know her from something and you're not saying it because you don't know it, which is fine, but I know it because I know more than you. <laughs> you know, why can't I be rewarded for my gifts? Okay, but can I say the rest of the cast yeah, and then you can yeah, look it yeah, up cuz yeah. then yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want to say who's in this. Okay. You're already I, looking. She's not no, putting I'm down just her looking. phone. I'm trying. I'm, just I'm saying, can you wait to look at the cast before or after I say everyone's she, names? She's Violet in a series of unfortunate events. Why didn't you mention that in the film version with Jim Carrey? I haven't seen it. <laughs> Anyways, our childhood Disney star, Vanessa Hudgens. That idiot, okay. From High School Musical, Spring Breakers, mm-hmm. and our favorite, Beastly. Uh, Addie Cornish, who is from The Girl Who Invented Kissing. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's like a romance. Why are you shit. naming shit I've never heard seven of? Seven Psychopaths and Limitless. Okay, I've seen Seven Psychopaths. With... That's a really good movie. Bradley Cooper from Limitless. Mm. And Candy with Heath Ledger. Never heard it, seen it. Jenna Malone. I know Jenna Malone. From Hunger Games. And she was in a movie I did. Neon Demon. Oh, she was in Donnie Darko. Oh, she is? Yeah. All right, then I she plays the love interest in Donnie Darko. Far enough. <laughs> what, do you just scroll halfway and you're like, this is good enough? Yeah. Jamie Chung. Okay. Who, the only thing that I knew her from was that she played the mystery podcaster host in the latest season of, piece of shit season. Dexter? Dexter. I saw that too. I thought it had a good start. It did. I was like really excited for it, but then it fell short. It it was just a fan, like, here you go. (laughs) Fucking 15 years later, enjoy. Why does everyone have stupid names in this? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> she can't. I t- you told me I could look after you were done. I thought I'm you were not done. done. Sorry. Oh my god. Oscar Isaac's in it? The- Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm putting my phone down. I'm putting my phone down. I it literally is- just said, I'm not done. And she continued to scroll. Carol <laughs> Gagini. Gagino. Are you naming the whole cast because it's important? Or are you yes, just naming the. Because okay, they're, all, right. they're all prominent. prominent. All right. Who was in Latest Thing, Midnight Mass. Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, San Andreas with, what's his face? The Rock. I, d- uh, I know her now. I see her face. Mr. Popper's Penguins, Watchmen, Sin City. Mr. Popper's Penguins. She's really dropping the most yes. important films of this woman's career. And <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, Spy Kids, where she was part of the parenting duo oh! alongside Mr. Boots, a.k.a. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Oh, fuck. <laughs> His name in the movie is Mr. Boots? No, oh, 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 Captain Boots. <laughs> I was like, that's his name in Spy Kids? It's Mr. Boots? No, it's like, it's some very... <laughs> it's okay. It starts with a G, whatever. I got it. All right, and then notable mentions, because they're not as big as mm-hmm. everybody else. Oscar Isaac. That man is hot. Scott Glenn. And John Hamm. And then I'm going to mention all the character names now. Uh, Because this plot 
gets a little crazy. So we got Emily Browning, who plays Baby Doll. She's our main girl. Is that her Christian name? Yes, that's her Christian <laughs> okay. name. Vanessa Hudgens, her character's name is Blondie. Spoiler alert, she ain't a blonde. <laughs> is she dumb? I they don't explain the names. It Okay. It's just said. This is like Annie meets Death Note. <laughs> Abby Cornish, who is the actual real blonde, not a bleach blonde like Emily is. Her character's name is Sweet Pea. I'm not going to remember any of these names. That's okay. Well, it'll happen again. <laughs> Jenna Malone is Rocket. Carla Gugino is Dr. Vera. I just call her Vera. Oscar Isaac. I end up just calling him Isaac. His name is the, Sweet Puss. The, <laughs> the name in the sh- movie is just stupid. His name is Blue Jones. John Hamm is the high roller. Scott Glenn is the wise man. And Jamie Chang is Amber. You ready for a question? I'm no, but you know what? We're gonna do it anyway. I know it's a lot. <laughs> the the whole beginning, I'm gonna try to just like throw at you because it sets everything else, and then we can kind of continue on. What? Okay. It's like it it's it's important to know, but it's not really like relevant past the beginning so much. The only thing I, mean, I is, think I know like, about this movie is it's about a boarding school or an orphanage, and my footage is oh, <laughs> ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a boarding school. Okay. Question. Mm. If you somehow ended up in an insane asylum in the 1950s. <laughs> somehow. Okay. In the 1950s, because your quote unquote family lied to send you there, would you start trying to plot a plan with the other patients to try to escape, or would you try to escape by yourself with no help? <sighs> I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I wouldn't escape. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? This is a vacation this at this is point. My <laughs> destiny. Life sucks, and anywhere that given is giving me three hots and a cot. I mean, I see that as an escape. I've even dreamed like maybe my life would be better if I ended up in a psych ward, and it's either going to be great because people will take care of me and they'll make me a schedule, or it's going to be terrible and I'm like I have to get the fuck out of here. Let's just say in this hypothetical, it's terrible. You don't want to be like, I'm a big pussy. this is my best Airbnb ever. <laughs> I'm a big chicken baby. I would probably rally up the nuts and be like, we got to all get out of here. Okay. And I'd make up some elaborate story like, there's cookies outside. Let's get out of here. As many cookies as you crazy bitches want. Because like, I don't think I would survive a horror movie. And I'm not saying this is a horror movie. But like, I just know myself. And being self-aware is great. So... I would latch on to the strongest person there and then kick them while they're down and get the fuck out. And so that's my Wouldn't plan and everything. Would the strongest person as a patient be the biggest help to you, though? Yes. So I would use them until I got escaped. Escape. And then I would be like, <laughs> Escape. Yeah. And I'd be like, fuck you. Like, literally, like, I see the scene in my head. We're running from people, like guards or running whatever. The they're chasing us. The and I just elbow them in the rib cage and they go down and they'll catch that bird yeah oh that's conniving you know when you have ancestors who died in the holocaust you think about like what you would do to survive and sometimes that's what you got to do okay well movie starts (laughs) with a narration the narration starts off by saying that everyone has a guardian angel no they don't now this person my guardian angel is in a coma if that's true because where is my help in life nobody's looking out for me they can show themselves to you as another person that you come across and 
it might be a positive or a negative, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't kind of I thought you were going to say it might be a possum. Yeah. (laughs) My guardian angel is a possum. It eats trash. It's the fucking raccoon in the backyard that goes every night. (laughs) So, guardian angel, and then says some shit about that you have the power to control anything that happens in your life. That's not true. I didn't get to pick whether or not I have diabetes. I didn't get to pick if I wanted a mental illness. That either. (laughs) We see baby doll, Emily Browning. Looks like she is rich. Okay. Her family lives in a big house. Blah, blah, blah. She has a younger sister. The big house? Yeah, the big house. (laughs) We see that their mother is sick. Doctor comes in. It's the 1950s. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Their mom has some creep pedo boyfriend. We end up finding out that it's their stepfather. Ladies, the stepfather always is the bad one. That's not true. That's fucked up. Who ends up having the girls so we see him opening her will the mom's will and she left everything to her daughters he gets pissed he has a hissy fit he starts throwing shit he there's the next scene is them standing at her grave while the casket is going down and he's giving rapey eyes the casket's going down 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 down. in an earlier round yeah (laughs) sugar we're going down swinging (laughs) i'll be your number one with a bullet a loaded god complex cock it and pull it is this more than you bargained for? Yeah. Oh, this pet mom is dead. dead. <laughs> giving them rapey eyes. Rapey He's eyes. giving them those rapey eyes. <laughs> it's illegal. <laughs> Look away. <laughs> Over their mother's dead body. <laughs> Baby doll keeps looking at him like she knows that he's a piece of shit. The lighting, as per Zack Snyder, is, is very non-existent. Yellow. It's yeah. It's, it's like either a piss yellow filter. or gray. <laughs> it's a piss filter. The boyfriend gets drunk. The stepdad? You mean? Yes. Okay. At this point, I didn't know he <laughs> no, was it's a okay. stepdad yet. So he's I her father down. boyfriend yeah. now. <laughs> he's like, now that your mother is dead, I've been promoted to boyfriend. <laughs> he gets drunk after the will. And tries to attack baby doll. She scratches his face and she like gets away from him. And I think at some point he like pushes her down and then he locks her in her bedroom. And we see she's looking through the keyhole in her room and he goes across the hall into her little sister's room. And her little sister starts running away and she hides in a closet. Baby doll fucking climbs out her window while it's raining, climbs down the fucking rain pipe. Hold on, spider monkey. (laughs) And gets back into the house, pulls a gun out of her pussy, (laughs) and tries to shoot him. It's a pocket. And at this point, he's broken the door down to her closet where she's hiding. Mm -hmm. When she tries to shoot him, she misses and she shoots her sister. (gasps) Oh, She kills her sister. Oh my god. So... She freaks out. She runs to her sister. Damn, life could be worse. She's dead. <laughs> and and the funeral home's like, we can't deal with two for two. Like, it's too soon. <laughs> God damn. I mean, I guess the dirt is still fresh. We can <laughs> dig up, get some extra room in there. So, uh, mom's dead. Sister's dead. Sister's dead. The cops come, and we see pedo stepdad is talking to the cops like, yeah, she, she fucking gone. <laughs> and they also called a psych ward ambulance, and we see she's sitting in the ambulance, and they're like shooting her up with some shit. All while this is happening, we don't hear anything. We just see shit happening. We are listening to a cover of Sweet Dreams 
And I later found out part of trivia, Emily Browning is singing this song. Do you mean the song Sweet Dreams Are Made of These? Okay, but it's by like the arithmetics. A, but it's like a, it's slower. A lullaby, slow, like, yeah, It's like version. a creepy, slow. Jazz, sultry, bluesy, all right, of, whatever. We get the title of the movie. I thought you were talking about Beyonce's song. It's a sweet dream no. of a beautiful <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. Now we get the title of the movie? Yes. We see the title of the movie. It's in Raindrops on a Car Windshield. It's kind of cool. There were cars? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We see Baby Doll is getting taken to a psych ward. It is called the Lennox House for the Mentally Insane. It's funny because the name of the woman who, in the lead singer of the Arithmetics, is Annie Lennox. And I was just thinking that. And then when you said that, I was like, that's actually why that's a trivia. Goodbye. I wrote this movie. (laughs) I'm so sorry I outed myself. I am Zack Snyder. (laughs) There's some other shit I don't remember, but yes, it's named after her. Wow, we get it. You're uber fans. Shut the fuck up. Her pedo daddy signs her in. He's checking every box on the paperwork saying like, yes, she's crazy. This, 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 like she's uh, dangerous, all that shit. And he signs his name at the bottom. I am a man. Therefore, I am right. Yes. We also find out at this point that she's 20. It's 1950s. Why is a 20 year old still living at home? Well, no, that makes sense. It doesn't to me. Not back then. They wanted you fertile myrtle and out the fucking house as soon as you turned 16. Well, I mean, if her mom was dying. Yeah. Yeah, but her stepfather's a pe- All right, whatever. We meet. Well, then he's not really a pedo because he's trying to have sex with a 20-year-old. Right, but, but I guess the little sister. Raping the yeah. sister. I mean, they never show it directly, yeah. but yes. We meet Blue Jones, who is Oscar, who will we, <laughs> we will refer to as Oscar throughout the whole movie. Is he hot in this? He's creepy hot. That could still be super hot. Like, Okay, well, you'll see where this is a little fucked once we get to the end of the movie. Okay. This looks like Harry Potter from the poster. Like, the way that she's standing. Also, it's the 1950s. Why is she dressed like a hooker? Like, <laughs> well, okay, all right, sorry. Baby doll is tiny compared to everybody else. I don't know how old she was. Like, the actress. Mm-hmm. Tiny? You mean, like, thin she, or she's no, short? she's short. Like, okay. she looks like she could be a 14-year-old compared to everyone else. Everyone else is, like, twice as tall as he her. He looks like Gomez from the Adams Family. <laughs> like, the fuck? Oscar takes them into, like, a theater area in the house, and we meet... You mean in the psych ward, because yes, they're in the psych ward now? It, well, they call it, it the, mm-hmm. the it's, house. It's the walking house. on broken glass house. Stephanie yeah. won't get that, but that's Whatever. another Annie Lennox song. We meet Dr. Vera, who they say she's Polish, but she has a Russian accent. Because, Stephanie, nobody can do a Polish yeah. accent. Not even Stephanie can do a Polish accent, and that she's Polish. True. Okay, so they walk in. Baby doll is looking around. Everyone's kind of looking at her. Ooh, she's the new girl, blah, blah, blah. And we hear Oscar and pedo daddy talking to each other like whispering behind her and oscar tells the stepdad that vera is using the 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 theater as a way to help the patients cope and as a form of therapy so they're like acting shit out but uh, what we don't really get into it (laughs) like role play (laughs) kind of but not really i mean it makes more sense with everything else that happens later on but we'll get to that we find out that Doc Vera really cares about the girls. 
Like, she tries to protect them, she tries to make them feel better. It, it's a little bit strange the way that she does it, but she has good intentions. <laughs> Baby Doll and Sweet Pea, who I forget who the actress's name is from Candy, they make eye contact and they're looking at each other like they know each other, but they don't, but it's a weird, like, connection. Okay. While all of this is happening, in the background we hear the stepdad talking to Oscar, and Oscar says that he still owes him money. Uh, wait, what? Still? Oh, because he's putting her in this place? Yeah. And, it, and it's the 1950s, so he can definitely forge a document to make sure he gets all the money that was left to her and her sister. So he starts saying that he knows that she's there not for what he's claiming. Oscar says that. Yeah, to the dad. So he's like, oh, do you want me to allow the police to come and interview her when they start snooping around finding out what happened with her sister? Mm-hmm. Or do you want me to say that they can't come in? So, like, you need to give me the money because pedo daddy's Give like, me my money! <laughs> he's my like, money? I'm not giving you no more money. So basically, he's like, all right, fine, fuck, I'll pay you. And at some point, Oscar says, like, I don't give a fuck why she's here. Like, basically implying that he knows that he's raping her. Okay. Or that he is a rapist? Yeah. And, well, this is obvious, but we find out that the stepdad was lying to the cops. Yeah, very obvious. And he says that the truth is a little bit more complicated, a.k.a. I'm trying to keep her quiet because I like to stick my dick in her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we find out that the stepdad is putting her in the psych ward and having a deal with Oscar to get her lobotomized. So he's trying to, like, mute her for the rest of his life? Yes. Because so he no wants the money? no one can find out the truth. Okay. But also he wants the money? Right. From, from the dead mother. Okay. Because the sister's dead. So basically, it would proceed to the next of kin. Mm -hmm. the, the real doctor, because I call... Well, the real doctor, spoiler, is John Hamm. The real doctor? Like, she has to answer to him? Right, because Like, she, he's the head of so this clinic? No, so he's someone that just comes in to do procedures. Oh, okay. So he's like the physical doctor. Right, and so he's not there she all the She is time. like a clinical doctor. She's a psychologist. Okay. Or a psychiatrist? Vera. Yeah. Okay. All right. We find out Dr. Doctor. What? John Hamm is doop, doop. the lobotomy doop, doop, doctor. Doop, 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 and he's on vacation. Just go ahead now. So they were planning on giving her a lobotomy like the second she got into the psych ward. But cool. because the doctor's on vacation, they need to keep her there for a week. Vera is talking while this conversation is happening. And she's telling the patients... I'm going to play you some music. Let the music and it's, take you over. Do, do, dun, 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 dun. Just go ahead now. It's the Kill 1950s and the song came out in the 90s. That Just wouldn't that. make sense. She says, let go. <laughs> Shit yourselves. I would. <laughs> Toilets are for pussies. <laughs> Any place you imagine can become your real world. I thought you were going to say can become your toilet, and that's true. Yeah, well, technically. <laughs> but uh, foreshadowing with this statement. I don't think this is helpful, by the way. <laughs> Everyone that works in the psych ward seems to be a complete and utter creep. <laughs> the men and women? The men. There's like, Of course. We, it's always the men. There, it's mostly men, and we see, like... Two nurses at some point, and Vera is the only other woman except for the patients there. Okay. It's an all-girls psychiatric ward, right? Yes. Okay. We get another cover 
This cover is Where Is My Mind. Oh, God. Everybody covers that song. We see... I don't remember how it's like... It, it's basically foreshadowing, and then it jumps, but whatever. We see that Baby Doll looks like she's about to get a lobotomy. Like, she's being held... She's being, like, escorted into a chair and held down by two nurses. And then someone pulls, like, an ice pick, so to speak. <gasps> oh, Did you know a that ice picks, when they were invented, it was for ice and not killing? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we see, like, the pick and a little hammer, and just when someone's about to hit it, it cuts to someone else. And this is, I'm going to call this the other world. It's a story within a storyline. It's a storyline oh, within God. a storyline. I don't know if I'm prepared for this. We see Sweet Pea is dressed like Baby Doll. Like, she has a wig, like, bleach blonde wig, and uh, Baby Doll in this movie has, like, pigtails. Mm-hmm. So she's dressed like her. Is this based on like a comic book or something? Or no, it's an I original. Don't, I, don't th- I think it's just like Zack Snyder wanting to be Zack Snyder. Like he <laughs> okay. loves like comic books and. It's definitely influenced by comic books and shit oh, like that. Oh, for sure. Okay. Sweet Pea is acting out Baby Doll having her lobotomy. Okay. But then like she stops. They're rehearsing. She stops what's going on. She's like, it doesn't feel right. And some bullshit happens. Whatever. The other world, we find out is set up basically as, like, a burlesque show. So the patients are dancers and performers at this place. But it's also an orphanage. Um, so Baby Doll is the new orphan? She's 20. Adult orphanage? That sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, when's nap time? No, like, forever. <laughs> Whenever you want. <laughs> we find out that Sweet Pea and her sister are there, and her sister is Rocket, who is... Jenna Malone? Yes. Yeah, they look alike. Two white girls. All white girls look alike. Yeah, sure. We get a little bit more backstory. We find out that uh, Baby Doll is only going to be there for a week. That's what she thinks. Because Oscar is selling her to a high roller. I'm so sorry. Selling her? Yes. <laughs> selling her. Selling her. Like a, a chocolate bar. Yes. but To white slavery? Yes. Okay. But in the real world... The high roller is the doctor that's going to come and give her the lobotomy. That's the high roller? Yes. Okay. Her stepdad is being played by a priest. <laughs> Wait, so her stepdad in the other world isn't played by the same actor? No, it's the same actors, okay. but they're just playing different, like, different characters. Because this yeah. is like theater now. Yeah. Bad theater. Yes. That you got dragged into. Yes. And you didn't want to go. Yes. Off, 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 off Broadway. <laughs> it's in the basement. Okay. <laughs> The priest takes her, says, like, he can't handle her or some shit like that, so he's taking her to the official orphanage. Uh, she spits in his face, and they pull Baby That's Doll away. And we find out that Oscar is the owner of the club. Wait, and uh, oh, you said that? Burlesque. Okay, yeah. right. And Dr. Vera is, like, the house mom. Okay. Is so this hold a on. brothel? Wait, hold on. So <laughs> this is... We, so not only is this apparently an orphanage strip club, it's also a whorehouse. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, because this gets crazier. Why would it not? <laughs> we see all the girls are in a practice room. They're practicing, like, ballet and stretching. There's, there's like, a dance room. Mm-hmm. All the good whores know how to do ballet. <laughs> Rocket is introducing her to all the other girls. Isn't that the name of the, I must said chipmunk, the raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. <laughs> the chipmunk. The chipmunk. 
she's telling her about the club and that they have to put on shows for the clients and then they, you know, if they want, they can go back to the special rooms after the show. <laughs> All... You sound like Spongebob when he's in Sandy's terrain and he's like, water! Oh, and he's drying out. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you hated the show. I told yeah. that to a bunch of people when I went out Friday night. And I was like, this is my like friend Donna's hates introduction my, to me to people that my, I don't know. My friend hates SpongeBob for the same reason she hates Seinfeld. And half of them were like, that doesn't make sense. And the other half was like, that makes sense. There you go. Like, my people. No. <laughs> so she gets introduced to everybody. And then it's later in the day. And they're all laying in bed, except for Baby Doll. She's in the bathroom. And they're all laying awake listening to her cry in the bathroom. <laughs> it's my favorite song. <laughs> tears <laughs> rocky goes to comfort her and then we see it's the next day all the girls have jobs within the burlesque club orphanage yeah no shit oh you mean at the burlesque club they all have jobs yeah so during the day and oh, then in okay. the afternoon they practice and then they put on shows at night so baby doll's job is scrubbing the floors and scrubbing the cum off the floors <laughs> oh she, come on she on her knees come begging, please on <laughs> Don't come in my hair. <laughs> Rocket works in the kitchen, and we see she's trying to steal a pack of matches from the cook, from the kitchen, but the cook catches her, and he tries to rape her. <laughs> Baby doll hears, like, the craziness that's happening, and she runs in, and she rescues her. The cook has, like, a fucking... Imagine having a belt. Okay. But you can put your knives in it. Now, yeah, yeah, that's chefs, like a, let me know if this is a thing because well, I've never like fucking seen this. If you have a utility belt and right, instead of that, knives. <laughs> Whatever. So he has this utility belt. He and probably he has, also has an ankle bracelet because he's on parole, you know? Like, I mean, he has two knives and while he's attacking Rocket, Baby Doll comes up behind him and grabs one of the knives, pulls it on him to get her away and then drops it. She rescues her, they like run away, and then we hear a bell ringing, and this is apparently the bell for dance practice. So they all go to dance, and House Mom calls Baby Doll into practice, and she's like, let me, sh let me see what you got. Show us. She says to them, feel the music. I'm gonna play you a song. And uh, this is the only song that is not a cover <laughs> in this movie. Army of me by bjork what? <laughs> okay it's also a very like there's only about jellyfishes that knit sweaters under no. the sea <laughs> no it's her like grungy evanescence era this song starts playing and baby doll doesn't want to start dancing at first and vera stops the music and goes up to her and tells her if you don't dance you have no purpose here and she gives her some inspirational shit okay and she starts playing the music again, and she starts dancing. And now we are transformed into a another world. And baby, sorry. we're in motherfucking Inception. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> we are within a world within another world. I'm in pain. <laughs> Zack Snyder loves to use color. Does like, he? Tones within his Piss tones? filming. So the real world is dim. Is very like gray, gray, yellow. The reminds me of Twilight. Burlesque world is a little more yellow, like a little bit more vibrant. And then the other other world <laughs> is more like orange and more saturated. Let's name the world. Okay, we got reality. We got reality. We got stripper world. <laughs> yes, yeah, stripper world. <laughs> name it like Mario. 
And then what's the other world? And then we got Bioshock. Well, <laughs> we're naming it like video games. It's actually very relevant, yes. I, I know. I know that there's like themes of that. Yeah. So Baby Doll goes into some crazy place that it looks like an old traditional Japanese temple. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like in the yard of it. And she goes into the temple. And this is when we meet Wise Man, who is played by Scott Glenn. I don't know who. You've definitely, I can't remember what he's in. I don't but know who that man is. Whose man is that? He kind of looks like Bill from Kill Bill. David Carradine. Yeah. He's a sensei. He's a sensei. He asks her why she's there. And she says, freedom. America. Is this fake place in America? <laughs> Is this just not a real, like, world? It's. I mean, yes, no one other than the doctor has an accent, so I would assume. He tells her that he'll help her to... First, that sloppy job, <laughs> 3000 <laughs> He says that he'll help her to get free. Mm-hmm. He means come. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Eat this. <laughs> you like glizzies? <laughs> it's, it's my man yogurt. 1950s. Ew! He gives her weapons. <laughs> and says that when she takes them she starts her journey to freedom and of course what does she take she takes a samurai sword why wouldn't she take like a hammer that's cooler i think a samurai sword is cooler than a hammer whatever he tells her that she's gonna go play dungeons and dragons and she's gonna go on a quest to find five items Excuse now what me? are those five items it's you ask? Harry Potter. <laughs> the five items are a map fire a knife a key, and the fifth thing is a mystery. Only she can find it. Are you sure you didn't watch Dora the Explorer, the live-action movie? The fifth item is the reason, the goal. I've been summoned to shake that ass! It's also... What should we do? A deep sacrifice. <laughs> the perfect victory. It'll set her free. <laughs> Boots! <laughs> Pull out the map. Find the whorehouse. That's where we're headed. On the nose! Boots, not your dick. <laughs> Yo, you just wow. crossed the line. You have a really big monkey cock. <laughs> we crossed the line. And Put we... that thing back where it came from or so help me. How dare you include Monsters, Inc., my childhood, into this <laughs> disgusting joke you're making. Do you think that little monkey has a big dick? Is it... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just see a porno. Why else do you think he's hanging out with a I, fucking six-year-old? I just see a porno where someone's dressed as Oh, someone has absolutely done that. Absolutely. fucking Listen, if there's a porn of Elmo fucking a bitch, there's a porn Is of there? Dorothy. Yes. Uh, I, You've never seen it? Oh my god, it's fucking hilarious. It's a grown-ass man dressed in a fucking Elmo costume, and all you see is his pink dick. This is the Sesame Street of Pornhub. (laughs) I already learned about the ice pick. I didn't need to learn more about... Oh, yeah, well, you know, there's always fun facts when I'm (laughs) talking. (laughs) Elmo dick. (laughs) So the wise man is like, all right, bitch, it's time for you to leave. So he leads her to the door, closes it behind her. But before he does, he said, oh, yeah, one more thing, and turns her around and says... uh, Shake that ass. Some shit, you need to fight. Or whatever. And we see three gigantic samurai demon dudes standing in the courtyard. Okay. One Is this Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> it, it's straight up a, a giant video game. Mm-hmm. One of them walks up to her. Zack Snyder's like, I've always wanted to fuck Zelda, but I didn't want to admit that I was possibly gay. 
So I decided to make a movie where I don't have to be gay. <laughs> Zelda looks like a girl. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. For the longest time, I <laughs> thought it was a girl. But actually, I fucked up. Well, no, Link, Link looks like yeah, a girl. Because Zelda, Zelda, Zelda is the princess. princess. Yeah. You have three bug goblins. <laughs> there are now two bug goblins. Did you know she was going on feet? <laughs> you never seen that video? I'll show it to you later. One of these big fucking samurai demons walks up to her and fucking kits... Kicks, kicks her right in the chest and she goes flying through the door into the temple and just crazy action scene commences bunch of crazy flips jumps one of the samurais has a staff one of them has a mini gun spoiler alert it's not mini and the third one has a samurai sword so the first one she cuts his head off the second one she shoots point blank in the eyeball how does she shoot him she, she has, has a samurai a sword now she has a gun, has too? A gu- so, That's such a fucking stupid thing. You're carrying well, so around... The the wise man He says, like, here are weapons. We don't see her take the gun, but it's shown that it's there. So she takes it. You oh, don't okay, get whatever. to pick more than one weapon. Well, okay? she does. All right. She got... She, what is she? The her fucking, inventory She's big. the fucking jaguar of human beings. Why does this thing know how to climb a tree and swim? This is ridiculous. Just like she shot her sister, she pulled this gun out of her pussy. <laughs> so cuts the head off, shoots one in the eyeball, and then cuts the last one in half. She does some crazy anime, like, kneeling, squatting scene, and when she stands up, we're back in strip club world. And everyone is impressed. So we're basically made to believe when she's in this other, other world. And she's, like, fighting. She's also performing she's in the performing same second world. She's performing some crazy dance that everyone is just, like, Where'd hip- you learn that? hypnotized by. So everyone's super impressed. They're clapping. They're saying, like, wow, that dance was insane. We now all see all of them in their bedroom, and Baby Doll starts telling them that she wants to escape. And Sweet Pea is like, uh-uh, I'm not for it. We find out that two other girls try to escape, and they both died. And, uh, like, Sweet Pea just doesn't want to hear it. But, of course, everyone else is like, Baby Doll, tell us what your plan is. And she's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> so she tells them about the items. Mm-hmm. She doesn't mention the fifth thing because she doesn't know what it is. So there's four things that they need to get. So, but we're back in strip club world. Yes. So she's bringing in information from Bioshock. Yes. Into strip club world. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> that shouldn't happen. It's happening. But it shouldn't. <laughs> but it is. Who's more attractive in this movie, Oscar Isaac or John Hamm? Do you know that John Hamm has a huge cock? John Ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. <laughs> like, he don't wear underwear. And I don't understand why, because he knows what the paparazzi are shooting for. All right, so. <laughs> After that segue. She's telling them the plan, and they have, like, a chalkboard in their fitting room. She's talking to all of them in, like, their dressing fitting room. There's a chalkboard. This chalkboard that's hanging on the wall, it's a little thing. It's apparently double-sided. She flips it over, <laughs> and she starts writing down key, fire, knife map the four things that they need to get and basically each one of the girls except for baby doll gets one of these things that they need to get because there's five of them on in total yeah okay so their plan is that baby doll is going to put on a dance and like hypnotize whatever person they're trying to steal this item from and then each girl whoever has the item has to get the item in that moment the first one that we get is well okay before this happens 
Sweet Pea hears the plan and she's like, fuck this, I'm out, and she leaves. And then later on, we hear them kind of like planning out more of how they're going to get all this, all these things. Sweet Pea comes back into the room. I think I fucked up a little bit, but it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I have no idea okay, what's all happening. Right, all right, so Sweet Pea walks out and then we see all the girls, the girls, girls except for the girls. <laughs> Talking in the fitting room, dressing room, amongst each other. And Strip club room. this is when Rocket tells Sweet Pea that Baby Doll saved her from the cook. That he was gonna, he tried to rape her and she like fucking showed up out of nowhere. There's a lot of attempted rape in this movie, isn't oh, there? Yeah. Oh yeah, there is. It doesn't matter. I fucked up a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> at some point, they're all talking again and Sweet Pea walks into the room and Rocket's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You said you were out. And she's like, well, I'm not going to let you kill yourself, basically. Like, I need to be in this or all y- y'all are going to fucking die, basically. So she's like the big sister of the mm-hmm. group. The cook has the knife. Oscar has the map. And he also has the key. He wears the key on like a necklace around on his, his neck. dick? Yes. <laughs> Did I write this movie? <laughs> and when Baby Doll was telling them like all the items that they got, it it ends up being different in whatever what (laughs) the fuck (laughs) i am so lost (laughs) it's so much dora the explorer please save me (laughs) we'll get to it so blah 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 (laughs) sweet pea says that she oh god sweet pea says that she's gonna get the map from oscar he also has the key why wouldn't you just get both that's a later plan. <laughs> but why wouldn't you They're just... They're going to get the map Two birds, one the key, stone. The key is on him, so it's On his penis? To, the, he's wearing it on his chest like a necklace, so it's harder to get. The key also has a little imprint on it that says Mount Pleasant. Oh, it's on his dick. Like, come on. <laughs> his dick is Mount Pleasant, and that's what it's on top of. So... Sweet Pea gets Oscar to leave his office to be like, oh, hey, she she's performing your favorite girl. Oh, come on. How stupid is he? So he's like, all right, I need to see this shit. <laughs> he goes to see her dance. And in the meantime, as he's watching her dance, because she wants to dance, Sweet Pea is, she doesn't steal the map, but she takes it off the wall and she makes a tracing of it. And then she puts it back on the How wall. How much time does she have to trace a map instead of just taking it? Well, it would be obvious that the map was missing because he has it like pinned on the wall on a bulletin board. How big is it? I don't know, like two by three feet. Don't give me numbers. Just show me with your hands. It, it would be noticeable if it was gone. <laughs> Just put a fucking newspaper clipping in there. We go back into the other, other Bioshock apocalypse world. This time, we are in World War II. Wait, what? We went back in time? You said it was the 1950s. Right, so it's World 19- War II ended in 1946 or 5. Okay. Let me explain. Two? I don't remember. What year was it? I think it ended in 47. No, we said this last time. It was right, like a I different number. No, I said 48 last time. It was earlier I thought it was 49, but it was actually like okay, 42 it, or 43. Okay, in the 40s. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Does matter. Bioshock World, every time they go into it, they're in a different universe. A, a dimension, okay. So the first time they were like in fucking old japan now they're in like world war ii times somewhere in europe where like all the buildings are fucking blown up this movie reminds me of panda express is that the name of the movie no it's kung fu panda panda express is the restaurant (laughs) 
How? Because she was in Japan, like old time Japan, and like the panda has to learn how to, you know, fight yeah, yeah, to be. Yeah. I saw it once, like years ago, so okay. I don't remember There's much of it. There's three of them. What? I thought there was only two. There's three. There's three? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my life has changed. Oh God, I know what I'm watching tonight. <laughs> So, during World War II, but it's a fictional World War II. Why did you put hand quotations up? Because it's a fictional World War II. All the girls are there. And we get another cover, this time of White Rabbit. Oh, the Blue Pill, Red Pill song? The Wise Man is dressed up like as a lieutenant or something, and he's telling the girls what the mission is. And he owns the potato chip company. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. He's the Pringles man? No, that's Pringles. Wise is a different company. So... Everything is set in the 40s, right? Because World War II. <laughs> but. Well, if it's still happening, then it might be the 30s. All this? right, sorry. Because it ended in the 40s. That's why I'm saying that. This is a fictional World War II. They're fighting zombies. They're fighting Bioshock. The Germans are Bioshock zombies. They run on steam. The only <laughs> real people are on their side. Everyone is dressed as in like soldiers from world war ii they're in trenches and all the men look super sad depressed but of course our girls are dressed in stripper wear <laughs> they got mini skirts fucking plaid leather that not is plaid not... leather just let like fa- faux leather machine guns samurai swords you know biomech steampunk bullshit steampunk bullshit they go over the plan we find out zombie blah 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 whatever Lots of shooting, killing, stabbing, fun for the whole family. Blondie does some cool throwing shit. The fight karaoke is pretty good. Court karaoke. What? Choreo. I was like, fight the, karaoke? <laughs> the fight choreo. The most choreographed of, fighting. The Most of the fighting right now is happening within the trenches. So they're killing all of the zombies. And they at were like, some... I like that movie Dead Snow. Now we're going to make it into a movie with strippers. Sure. <laughs> Their mission was that they have to get a map from the German general. This map is going to lead them to their next item or some shit like that. So they find where the general is. Of course, he's a German zombie. And he has like an office bunker within the trenches. And somehow Baby Doll gets trapped in the bunker by herself with him. She kills all the other soldiers that are in there. And it's just her and... Before the fight scene kind of started happening between her and the general, he says, oh, you're here for the map, ha ha ha, and he, like, rolls it up and hands it to a soldier, and the soldier, like, runs away with the map so she can't get it. And this enemy soldier is the only one that's a person, because all the other, like, zombie soldiers have, like, these gas masks on so you can never see their faces. So how do you know they're zombies? They have glowing red eyes. I don't think that means they're zombies. <laughs> Wise man says that they're not alive, so don't feel bad for killing them. Okay. That they were reanimated with steam. <laughs> okay. So there's fighting, blam, blam, whatever. Blam, blam. <laughs> she thinks she kills everyone, and then she starts going after the dude with the map. And he runs out of the bunker, and he jumps onto a rope that is attached to uh, a war blimp. There's blimps. Like the sandwich shop? Blimpies? You know what a blimp is? Yeah. Okay. You know what blimpies is? Yes. N- different from Quiznos. Got it. Different from Subways. There's so much to get through, please. <laughs> you said war blimp. I don't know what the hell a war blimp is. I know it's what a blimp, a blimp is. It's a blimp 
during war. Why <laughs> would you fly a blimp during war? Right, it's war? The, the stupidest shit ever because they're like highly flammable. <laughs> they're just flying fucking bombs, basically. Balloons. Well, they were he- filled with helium, too. I so said balloons su- for a reason. flammable, yeah. I so said balloons for a reason. She picks up a fucking minigun and starts shooting at the blimp. She shoots it down. It How causes a far huge... away is the blimp that she's able to Hold shoot on. it? It causes a huge explosion. The guy hanging off the rope goes flying towards her and slams into a wall right, <laughs> right next to her. And it looks like he's still alive somehow. It looks like she's about to stab him, but like he like flinches and we see that she stabbed the wall behind him to get like the rope that the map is hanging off of and she gets the map. At this moment, of course, we find out that Zombie General is not dead. He brings his squad to kill her. But before he can, I didn't mention that Amber, in all of these scenes, Jamie podcast bitch from Dexter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? She, in all of, like, the other, other Bioshock world, she always has, like, um, she's piloting something. Okay. So, in this one, she is literally piloting... If you've ever played the game, she is literally a big daddy. What game? Bioshock. Oh, right. I don't know what that is. <laughs> she has like a mech suit that she's in, like a robot suit that's, I don't know, maybe What's it's the like... name of the fucking character from uh, Super Mario? Super... Oh, God. Oh, God. Drunk brain. Shh. I want to fight you. Um, <laughs> Super smart. Super, Super sp- Mario. Smash? Smash. Melee. Yeah. It's Samus, right? Samus? 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 Sam- I think it's Samus. Does it look like that? Or even like fucking bulkier? No, it's, so it's like an egg body. Okay. With like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So she drops out of fucking the sky's pussy. <laughs> and all the girls are on her. And the they start- sky has a pussy? <laughs> yeah. The sky dussy? Yeah. <laughs> all the girls are on top of this mech suit. And they all start killing the general and all the zombies. So, is it? Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> they get the map. The dance ends. What game is that from? Kirby? Yeah! Good job! <laughs> That's when you win the level, right? Yeah. yeah. Proud. We... I'm proud of my bitch. <laughs> Thanks. We're back in strip club world. They got one list off the item. They got one item off the list. <laughs> they got one list off the item. <laughs> Everyone's impressed again. Oscar is like crying or some shit from this performance. Yeah. Oscar gets an idea that he wants Baby Doll to perform for the mayor because the mayor, mayor is McCheese. like a, a he's donor. he's a hamburger with yeah. legs. <laughs> he's like a donor or some shit like that. Vera is talking to Oscar and he is telling her like you need to let her perform and she's like make oh. the show sexier <laughs> vera is telling him like oh she's not ready like it's too raw or some shit like that he's like we like raw yeah raw <laughs> is good it feels better <laughs> so she is like she's not ready oscar tells her that the girls and her are his so he has the ch- he makes the choices and she has no say vera is like upset that she basically has to make do her whatever perform. he says yeah, yeah. We see that there's something about Oscar that we don't know going on. That he's like a bad guy. Oh no, I didn't get that from the bribes under the table. Right. Or the blackmailing he was yeah, trying well, to do with the pedophile. <laughs> so Rocket finally thanks Baby Doll for helping her with the cook. They they kind of connect. They get to know a little bit Do more. they kiss? No. 
they get to know a little bit more about each other and Rocket says that she is not an orphan, uh, that she ran away from home and that Sweet Pea followed her to make sure that she would be safe. And Rocket says like, I don't get why she did it. Like she had a good relationship with our parents, unlike me. So I don't get how this fucking happens. I guess this was something that I might've missed that was like a second on screen while I was fucking taking notes. But Oscar somehow realizes that someone moved the map up a- Op. Oppa. <laughs> Off of his pin board. Don't move the map. Oppa do. I do it. The board. I do it. Who moved the map? The board. <laughs> so the map was pinned on like a cork board with thumbtacks. And he takes one of the thumbtacks off of the corner, and we see that there's two holes in the corner. See, that's stupid. You should have known to put it back exactly how it was placed. You cover your tracks. Strippers, they don't know what they're doing. They're not (laughs) detectives. They're also being, like, sex trafficked at this point, so... You still gotta be on top of your game. Somehow, I I really don't... Like, he's leaning up against like a filing cabinet and he like looks behind him and he sees that something's not there so i'm maybe assuming that there was a piece of paper there okay that he notices isn't there and then that's when he looks at the map but whatever that night is when the mayor is coming to the club so fire is the next thing that they need to get Mm. and the mayor has a lighter so amber is tasked with getting the lighter amber is from dexter Yes. Okay. From the mayor. And they give her some shit like, oh, just touch his neck and kiss his neck or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. So it's that night. Baby doll starts doing her dance on stage for the mayor. Everyone again is watching. We're back in Narnia. It's me and you now. I've been waiting. Think I'm going to make a move now. Baby, tell me if you like it. Tell me if you like it. We're back in Narnia, Bioshock. Now we're in Narnia. (laughs) Now we're in a helicopter. And this world is some medieval castle shit. Their mission is they have to kill a baby dragon and get two crystals out of its neck that create fire. And when they strike each other, they create some crazy fire show or some shit like that. Why that's relevant, it's not, but... Some crazy fire show. So... Pyro... What is it? Pyro... Pyro... Tactics? Technics. Tech... Yep. I'm so drunk. (laughs) So every time that Wise Man tells them what their mission is, he does like an, oh yeah, by the way, or one more thing. So in this instance, he says, oh yeah, by the way, don't wake the mother. Oh, because the baby dragon has a mama. Yes. Right. Duh. They shoot their way into the castle. There's like some monsters, but there's also soldiers still. So whatever. More shooting, killing. The... (laughs) The enemies in this world look like the fucking monsters from Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. Like, from fucking Sauron's minions type of shit. I know, because I was forced to watch them. Straight up, they borrowed the costumes from that fucking movie. (laughs) Yo, can we rent them? Yeah. (laughs) Rent a Sauron. So, they get to the nest. They find the baby. It's sleeping. It's cute. Uh, Baby doll straddles this fucking baby, yanks its fucking neck up, and just slits its throat. (laughs) takes the two crystals out and then this is so dumb she decides that she's gonna strike the two stones together and like a aurora borealis type of shit with fire aurora borealis in your kitchen at this time of year (laughs) yes can i see it no (laughs) say more the house is on fire no mother that's just the northern lights (laughs) stephanie does not watch the simpsons (laughs) so of course this way 
what's up, mommy? And mommy is pissed. Mama's like, I was taking my bath, and I heard a commotion. I was taking a lava bath. A lava bath. Yeah. And the dragon starts following Amber, who happens to be flying. Oh no, I think I fucked up. It's they're not in. Oh god, they're not in a helicopter. They're in an airplane. What's the difference? Wings. The mama dragon starts following Amber in her plane, and Blondie is also in the plane. She's on the machine gun. Okay. So she's trying to shoot the mama. <laughs> and mama bites the back of the plane, and the plane looks like it's about to crash back into the castle. Mm-hmm. But then we hear, like, they have radios. We hear, what the fuck is her name? Amber. <laughs> being like, yo, we're bringing mama to you. And just when she's about to crash, she pulls up, flies away safe. Woo. I have a question. What? Why is this happening like this? Because this is... What is the real escape plan for these mentally ill women? You can make your reality whatever you want it to be. Oh, so instead of dealing with reality, you're like, it's like an adventure game. Yeah. We're all getting sexually assaulted and we're told we're crazy because we're bitches. And so, you know, we're just dealing with reality by making up an imagination. I want to play Dark Souls in my brain. It's like that South Park episode that I hate, Imagination World. Quickly, boys, hop on my back. I think that's the worst episode of South Park, and it's like rated one of the highest episodes. Well, isn't it like a two or three? It's a three part, part I think. Yeah, I don't remember it, but I I know I've seen it. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Anyways, plane pulls up, and Mama's not too good at pulling up, so she crashes. The dragon. The Mama dragon. Yeah. And while she's crashing, she's like sliding. And Baby Doll at that point, like, she's sliding towards Baby Doll. She jumps up, jumps on top of Mama's head, and just stabs her in the head and kills Mama Dragon. But they and, still have the crystals. Yes. So, end of dance. Oscar is crying again. <laughs> and like, it's so beautiful. It's like the Mona Lisa of pussy. <laughs> we see the mayor was smoking a cigar, and, like, the whole cigar, most of the cigar is just ash. And it, like, falls on his shoe. And he goes to try to, like, relight it. And he doesn't have his lighter. So, we know, the girl's got the map and the lighter. This is dumb. So, two items down. 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 Halfway home. Down, down, down. The girls are uh, very excited that they got the lighter. And while they're kind of, like, being excited and, like, high-fiving each other and shit like that, Oscar comes in. And he's like... What the fuck are y'all so happy about? You dirty stripper bitches. What are you fucking plotting? Like, he can... They're like, we are thoughts and we plot. What do you mean? (laughs) To get that money. He's telling them some shit. He's intimidating them. And at this moment, he grabs Blondie and he throws her against a wall. Why did... Why did Oscar Isaac do this movie? Was he not known back then? Maybe. I mean, it's early enough, I guess, maybe in his career. Have you ever seen that man and the way he looks at women? I mean, the only other recent thing that I've seen him in is Star Wars, so. I saw him in the American version of Scenes from a Marriage. It was really sad, but it was really good. And him and Jessica Chastain just have this chemistry. They have fucked, and they will fuck again at some point in their lives. Okay. Oscar tells Baby Doll that if not for the small fortune that he was going to make on her from the high roller, he would kill her. Oh, <laughs> Sweet Pea gets nervous. Oscar leaves at this point, and Sweet Pea's talking to all the girls, and she's nervous, and she wants to call the whole thing off. And Rocket comes in, and she's like, nah, bitch, we need to keep going. We need to keep going with our quest. <laughs> the high roller is supposed Roll to Roll the come. eight-sided die to find out what we will find in the next path. 
Their adventure. <laughs> the next lunch. <laughs> the high roller is supposed to come tomorrow, so they don't got a lot of time. So Sweet Pea gives some speech, and she's pissed, and she's not doing this. Blondie starts crying by herself in the dance room. <laughs> And Vera has, like, an office within the dance room, and she comes out, and she's trying to, like, kind of comfort her, like, tell me, girl, what is happening? <laughs> so, Blondie's like, okay, I'll tell you. I love that your Polish accent is just Russian. But it's a secret. Well, I mean, hers is, so. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a secret, so you can't tell anyone. And while she says this, Oscar walks up behind Vera, and then it cuts. So we don't know, like, what the next thing if that he happened. heard, like, what she was saying right. or not. So... So Oscar comes in before she can, like, tell the truth, basically. Next scene, we see that Blondie is supposed to help Sweet Pea. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was confusing. I fucked up a little bit, but it doesn't matter. Blondie is supposed to help with the next mission. The next mission is them getting the knife. Okay. So they're all in the kitchen, like, scrubbing potatoes. Scrubbing potatoes? Yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> this is the moment when sweet pea comes in and she's like i can't let y'all die got it boom bow slam i'm just here for the fun <laughs> <laughs> they're like all right girls it's time they take brooms they put them in the handles of the doors into the kitchen so no one can get in there's a radio in the kitchen they grab the radio they throw a bunch of shit off of a table baby doll gets up on the table and starts dancing okay. so we're back to vanilla sky <laughs> we're in space now what <laughs> their mission is to stop a bomb that is going to a city on a train what are we in source code <laughs> <laughs> source code <laughs> source code but it's also have you seen the priest or it's just priest no with the guy who was in oh my god that movie with jude Johnny law Depp. is that his name <laughs> He's kind of hot. He's like weirdly hot. It's like a crazy sci-fi world with vampires and priests kill vampires. Oh no, you're talking about Ethan Hawke? No. Yeah, you Ethan are. Hawk. It's not Ethan Hawke. That is not his name. He is not Ethan Hawke. What movie with Johnny Depp or what the priest one movie? The one that I did. Um, Transcendence? Where he's a computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a computer. He's a computer. Not Killian Murphy, right? No, he plays the f the family friend. The oh, I know friend. who you're talking about. You're talking about Paul Bettany. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So why did I mention him? Oh yeah, because the scene. Because <laughs> in the movie, they're chasing a train at some point too. In Runaway Priest. train, never coming back. Sorry. <laughs> You get, I wanted to do it earlier, but I was like, no, you mentioned it again. This time, wise man, last minute, throws in the fact that they have to get to the bomb and deactivate it before the bomb detonates when it enters the city. It's like source code. But there's helicopters. They meet Jake Gyllenhaal. So, <laughs> so this time, Amber is in a helicopter. And... The girls get onto the train, and the enemies this time are crazy cyborg robots. They look like the robots from I Am Robot with Will Smith. I am... He's against robots. You know, it's hard he because... He wears Converse. Get Jiggy With It was playing in my car earlier. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. Get <laughs> Jiggy With It. Um, <laughs> I, like, it is called I Am cop. Robot, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of the other movie with the apocalypse with I the zombies. Legend. 
Wow, he wasn't. No, so it's called I Robot. I Robot. Uh, yeah. I am Legend. Close enough. I, I am Robot. <laughs> the movie where two synopsises merge and one <laughs> shitty actor plays the same role. I am Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> That's another movie. <laughs> All right, so they get on the train, a lot more shooting, stabbing. They kind of look like robots from I Am Robot. I mean, I Robot. Blam, blam, boom, boom, swoosh, swash. What? (laughs) Swoosh, swash. They get to the bomb. They deactivate it. And Amber is supposed to fly the helicopter in, drop a rope so she can pull the bomb out and, like, take it away. How is the the rope going to be connected to a bomb? They got a little... Hook? Yeah. They got... This doesn't make sense. The bomb is, like, screwed into the train. Mm -hmm. So Rocket is there, like, with a little fucking screwdriver or some shit like that, unscrewing the screws. Amber's trying to pull the bomb out, and she's like, it's... It must be stuck. Like, did you miss a screw? And she's like, oh, shit, yeah, I did. So Rocket is unscrewing the last screw, and one of the robots is still alive. And the robot fucks her up a little. And then the girls realize that they don't... Oh, my bad. The robot wakes up, starts fucking with them. Wait a minute. The robot cannot wake up because it's not human. It is always on or off. Well, it was fucked up and it rebooted itself or some (laughs) shit like that. So it's up again. (laughs) And the robot reactivates the bomb. So they all realize that they don't have enough time to get away. And... Baby doll is trying to stay on the train, but, like, I don't remember who. Someone, like, clips her to a rope from the helicopter, and she goes, like, flying out <laughs> from the train on the helicopter. And Sweet Pea has, like, a jetpack on. You know what? <laughs> this movie is, like... It's motherfucking... It's Zack motherfucking Snyder, okay? All right, so before the girls all... I have no idea what's happening. ...disperse from the bomb... <laughs> The or the robot reactivates the bomb and the music starts to slow down and we go back to the present and we realize that the radio... Wait, the present is the regular life. No, the strip club. <laughs> That's not the present. Right. Present is reality. So this is strip club world. The radio stops this playing. This is strip club world. Yes. The radio stops playing because there's a faulty wire or some shit and it gets dipped in some water. What? How? There's a is the radio over a bathtub? No, someone spills a bucket of water or some shit like that. A bucket while they're closing the doors to the kitchen, and the cook ends up getting snapped out of his like hypnosis from the dance. And in this moment, we see that Sweet Pea is pulling out a knife from like his little belt or whatever, and he sees this and he tries to go after her and chaos ensues. Vanessa starts Who? Vanessa Blondie <laughs> Blondie starts cry- High School Musical. Blondie starts crying and like freaking out and the cook is about to stab Sweet Pea, like we see like slow motion. And Rocket kind of, like, throws herself in between the cook and her. And as it's about to happen, the music starts playing again, and we're back in the train world in Bioshock. Bioshock? What? You can't do this to me. You can't throw in new fucking names of worlds. Well, they're trying to get the bomb off the But, train. yeah, it's not train world. It's Bioshock world. So... This is when we see all the girls getting off the train. Rocket basically sacrifices herself and says that she has to stay with the bomb to make... I don't fucking know why. But basically, like, 
Sweet Pea is like, oh, we we can't both get out because, like, the jetpack isn't strong enough for you to hold on to me and, like, us fly out of here. And Rocket is like, don't get mad at me for what I'm about to do. And she's like, what are you talking about? And Rocket, like, presses the button to turn on the blast-off backpack. <laughs> and Sweet Pea goes flying out of the train. And Rocket's left behind. And Rocket's she, left behind. Seboku? Seboku? Seboku's herself. But not really, because that's with the sword. So, the second this happens, we see we're back in club, strip club world, and the... St- the cook stabbed Rocket. Okay. And she's dying in Sweet Pea's oh, arms. Oh, wait a second, because we're going back and forth, and they're yeah. creating these worlds to... Guys, trauma, you can't... Oh, okay, whatever. Um, So, imaginary, imaginary, I don't even know what's happening in reality, and I guess we won't know until we, the end. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket is dead. Yes. And with Last a name like goodbyes. Rocket, are we sad? I mean, it's a nickname, so... Why is her name Rocket? Because she gives that Gluck Gluck 3000, and it's like the speed of light. Last goodbyes, and she's dead. And right after she dies, Oscar and his goons uh, break into the kitchen. How do they break into the kitchen? He owns the kitchen. They put, like, broomsticks in the handles to block the doors. So they, like, kick down the doors and get in. They go after the cook, and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sweet Pea is, like, freaking out, and Oscar starts yelling at her, and they take- they- he tells them to take her to the closet. Does he have to break into the, his the, own closet, the too? The room. And I don't remember if I mentioned this, but when the whole fight with the cook happened, with that, like, the radio going out, the knife that Sweet Pea was grabbing falls on the floor, and it falls in front of Amber's feet. And okay. we see that it falls in front of her, but she's, like, nervous because she's freaking out on what's happening. And when Oscar breaks in, we get another shot of, like, where Amber was stay- standing, but the knife is no longer on the floor. So then... They oh. got the knife. Oh, right, because it's one of the items that yeah. they need. Yo, whose uh, virginity are they stealing at the end of this quest? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did I write this movie? <laughs> Oscar comes in and... He says that Amber now has to take Sweet Pea's spot in the show because she in the closet. <laughs> She's in the closet. And we're already- I'm stuck in the closet. Why are you in the closet? Why are you in the closet? We find out that that night is the night that the high roller is going to be there. So we see all the girls are getting ready for- John Big Dick Swinging Ham. <laughs> we see all the girls are getting ready in the dressing room and- I always wanted to go to the dressing room of a strip club because I feel like it'd be fun. I know they have problems, like all of us, but I'm sure it'd be therapeutic. But it's I girls. Meet that house mom. Girl, it's girls loving on girls. <laughs> Stephanie's been to a strip club. She knows what I'm talking about. She got a lap dance. Two. Two. <laughs> Baby doll is in the dressing room and she's crying. And Oscar comes in and he gives a whole speech that he keeps them safe and he provides for them, but no one respects him. And he's all—he's calling them all bad eggs. He means sluts. <laughs> and he goes up to one of his, like, goons, and he grabs a gun from them. And Vera is trying to stop him and tell him, like, oh, you're going too far. Like, calm down. Like, we'll figure it out. And he's about to shoot Vera because he's basically telling them, like, I know what your little plan is. Because 
objects have gone missing here and there and things are misplaced and blah blah blah. And as he's about to shoot Vera, Blondie yells out and says that she's the one that told Oscar their plan. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Oscar's about to shoot Vera and Blondie yells, I'm the one who told Oscar she, our like, plan. She yells out like, it was me, like, don't kill her type of thing. But he knows that. But the other girls don't know that. What the fuck does that do other than buy them two seconds? Right. Okay. So when she was in the dance room crying. Yeah, yeah, Oscar came yeah, up behind so them. So that, that he found out what the plan was right. from her. And but I don't understand the point of that. <laughs> okay. Because he, she yells, he's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, Amber, you were the last one that was supposed to get one of your items on your list. And he, like, flips over the chalkboard and he sees, like, all the shit. And he was like, the way he says it makes us think that he she ended up not getting the knife and he, like, took it away from her. But that's false. She hid the knife, but he doesn't know where it is. So he goes up to Amber, he's telling her this, and he takes a step back and he shoots her in the head. Amber. Yes. Why would... Okay. <laughs> and then he goes up and he says, Thanks, Blondie, but you know what? We hate snitches. And he shoots her too. He says... What does he say, Stephanie? What does he say? He says, Snitches get stitches. Get stitches. Exactly. I mean, she's dead, so she can't get no stitches. <laughs> then he says, The show must go on. Get ready, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> high roller is here bitches <laughs> you better not be crying on my stage <laughs> he tells everyone to leave the room and it's just him and baby doll and she's like leaning up against one of the vanities and she's fucking like losing her shit like just like hyperventilating and he goes up to her a little too close <laughs> and starts saying that you know what everyone calls me a little boy in a sandbox I thought you were going to say in a sandwich. <laughs> He's a little po' boy. Boy in a sandbox watching everyone else play with his toys. And he wants to play with his toys. So he tries to rape Baby Doll. Oh, God. He slams her into the mirror on the vanity that she's sitting on. And when he does that, one of the drawers pops open. And the girls were hiding all the stuff that they stole. That's dumb. Underneath the drawer. Okay. They were, like, taping it to the bottom of it. All right. And Does the, she know? She knows. Yeah. Okay. The knife is like right up against the edge. So when he hits her, it pops open. And I guess she feels that it popped open or some shit like that. And he says some shit like, oh, well, you know that you're mine. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to have you. And she pulls the knife and she holds it up and she says, I'm fucking nobody's. <laughs> and then stabs him like in the collarbone. Oh, nice. And walks off. <laughs> Before she walks off, she steals the key off of his neck. And this is the key to the closet. But basically, this is like the It would mask. be better if it was on his dick and she cut his dick off and then was just holding his dick with the key over the dick. This is the master <laughs> key to all the locks in, in the whole yeah, asylum. Yeah, to every room in the yeah. asylum. So she goes to the closet where Sweet Pea is locked in. She grabs her and I don't know what the fuck I wrote. Oh, they make a Molotov cocktail. A Molotov cocktail? And they throw it into the closet, and it sets a fire. So this was part of their plan from the beginning. They said that, like, all right, we're going to steal all this shit. We're going to set a fire to make a distraction so we can escape. So they set this fire, 
They start running. They start following the map. Where to go. And while they're trying to get out, what the main door to the facility, the only way it opens is if the guard, like, presses a button. But it also opens if someone pulls the fire alarm. So someone ends up pulling the fire, fire, fire alarm, and that's when they can get through that door. Who pulls it? Some random person that finds the fire. Oh, okay. That so, finds the fire. Okay. Yeah. You have to find the fire. That might be hard. <laughs> they follow the map to like a side entrance of the building and they're facing the front of the courtyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of men standing in front of the gate and there's like a bunch of cars and shit like that. And Sweet Pea's like, I don't fucking get it. Like, we did everything right. Like, we still can't get out. Like, what are we missing? And this is when Sweet Pea's like, the fifth thing. Yeah. What duh. is it? And then... It's love. No, it's her. <laughs> what? Who? It's Baby, Baby doll. doll. She's the fifth thing. She's the fifth thing. She has to sacrifice herself <gasps> to save Sweet Pea. That's fucked up. And she says that you have to go and live a normal life. You have to live it for all of us. And that she's she, not worth it. She's the strongest. No, she's not. And if this Sweet bitch doesn't Pea's have like, enough, there's mo- gotta be another way. If this bitch doesn't have enough motivation to get out of here to kill her stepdad, I swear to God. Before Sweet Pea can convince her, Baby Doll steps out to all the men, and she's wearing like a sequined schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, and it's all sparkly and shit. <laughs> Cute. And all the men see that she like steps out, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And while they're all distracted looking at her, we see Sweet Pea going to the gate and she's like standing as she's about to exit and like looks over to her, to Baby Doll. And when she sees that Sweet Pea got away, she kicks one of the guys in the nuts. Good and girl. And then he just hadoukens her in the face, doesn't he? He fucking punches her right in the face. That's why it's called Sucker Punch. And as he punches her in the face, we get a quick transition to present day real world she is getting hit in the skull with the lobotomy needle oh so she just made this all up in her head (laughs) she made this entire video game and we see the doctor the second he like steps away from her he's like a little freaked out like but we don't know why and it's like he's talking to himself but he's also talking to like one of the nurses he's like did you see that Like, in the last moment before I did it, it looked like, and before he can finish his sentence, Vera comes into the room. And she's like, oh, doctor, are you done? Did you finish the procedure? And he's like, uh, yeah, it's done, but can you tell me about the patient? Like, she seems a little peculiar. And Vera's like, oh, yes, well, uh, after her mother's death, she accidentally went into a fit and killed her sister. But I don't agree with this procedure. Like, it's not my thing. And he's like, what do you mean you recommended it? And she's like, no, no. Like, yes, she was only here for a couple of days and she stabbed an orderly, set a fire, and helped an in uh, one of the patients escape. But I still wouldn't say, like, to do this. And he's like, but you signed off on the paperwork. And... She grabs the paperwork from him, and we see that it's her signature, but she's freaking out. So we know... It was forged. Oscar forged her signature. Well, did she kill Oscar in real life? No. Oh, okay. She just... Like, he's injured. He got stabbed. So she's freaking out, and then this is when the doctor finally... She's like, I gotta stop smoking crack. Yeah. (laughs) That's when the doctor finally tells her that when he was about to do it, 
she looked at him like she wanted him to do it. Okay. So Vera is still freaked out. Baby doll is now a zombie of a person. <laughs> they start taking her back to a room, like her room, but before they can get there, Oscar stops, like, the orderlies that are leading her, and he's like, come hither. And they take her into a bathroom, and all the other orderlies are like, this is fucked up, like, I don't want to do this anymore. He starts yelling at them, like, I'm in charge here, like, <laughs> get the fuck out. So they all leave. He's fucked up. She is sitting in a chair within the bathroom, and he starts going up to her, and he's kind of, like, taunting her, and he's like, oh, what, you think you're not here anymore? Like, I know you're in there. You can't leave me. And he starts kissing her. This motherfucker looks like dastardly do-right. And he pulls away, and he starts crying, and he's like, no, this isn't right. <clears throat> he's like, I know you're fucking in there, like, don't fucking lie to me, and he starts choking her. And as he's choking her, Vera comes into the room, and we see that cops are behind her. So basically, she called the cops the second she saw the paperwork, right. and like, yo, he forged, forged my signature. There's some Please shit arrest Wawaliji. <laughs> yeah. He's choking that woman. So he gets taken away by the cops, and this whole time, we haven't seen Baby Doll's face since the lobotomy. Okay. And the cops pull Oscar away, and Vera is still, like, standing in the room looking at her, and one officer comes into the room and is like, Miss, are you okay? To Baby Doll, but she doesn't answer. And that's when we see the camera, like, pants to her face, and it looks like she takes, like, a sigh, a breath of, like, relief. Oh, because she was faking it? That it's all over. Oh, Okay. So she still got lobotomized. Yeah. Okay. She looks happy. Oh, right. <laughs> and I'm still happy I'm missing half my brain. Life is great. Um, Did I poop? I we, think so. We get a narration again. And it's like the continuation of the narration that we got from the beginning of the movie. It was Sweet Pea talking, but at the time we didn't know that it was her. And she's saying s some shit about the mystery of whose story it really is. Because, like, we never really knew, like, Baby Doll was kind of our main person, but, like, it's not how the but movie But Sweet Pea was, Baby Doll was Zelda, and Sweet Pea was Link. Yeah. And we were rooting for Zelda, but really we should have been rooting for Link. Yep. So, we never know whose story it is, but be who will give, what? <laughs> be the person that you want to lead the life that you want to lead type of shit. Before Baby Doll, like, sacrificed herself to the goblins she was like run away stay off the roads find a bus station like leave town so we see sweet pea is at a bus stop like the old school like greyhound kind of bus stop type okay. of shit and she's about to get on a bus and uh two officers come up behind her and they're like miss can we talk to you and the bus driver at this point interrupts and he's like oh what can i help you with officers like i'm on a schedule i uh, can't be running late hmm and they're like, well, this has nothing to do with you. Like, we just need to talk to the miss. And he's the like, the miss. <laughs> well, I can tell you she's been on this bus since so and so, so she ain't know nothing about this town. And we see that the bus driver is the wise man. Oh, wow. This, is, this movie's so deep. And the cops are like, "All right, miss, I guess we got." All right, go. sir, because you have a dick, we're gonna we're gonna listen to we're you. We're gonna petition. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the bus driver lies for her. And the cops leave. She steps onto the bus and she says, I don't have a ticket. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and he says, it's all right. Just go to the back, get some sleep. We've got a long way to go. And then 
we hear Sweet Pea narrate one more time. You have all the weapons you need to set yourself free. Now fight. The end. Finish him. <laughs> yeah. This is the origin story of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, ready for some trivia? Some, yeah. Jenna Malone was so upset by the film's poor reception that she nearly quit acting. <laughs> I heard she's a bitch in real life. And at that point, she wouldn't have done Hunger Games. <laughs> that, what, fuck that movie. Emily Browning sings three songs in the soundtrack. People from the cast and crew called the movie One Flew Over the Matrix. <laughs> That's a good description of it. Yeah. There was originally a scene between the high roller and baby doll where he seduces her and makes love to her. But the MPAA, so they're like the ones that review movies. I know who the MPAA okay. is. Well, I had a lot to know. say about that. Well, I didn't say anything about that in Basic Instinct, but... Demanded it to be cut down, and the scene ended up looking like he was taking advantage of her. <laughs> so Zack Snyder felt that it sent the wrong message, and that he ultimately cut the entire scene from the movie. Later, featuring it in a full form of the director's cut release. Whatever. <laughs> Zack Snyder stated in an interview with Vanity Fair in 2000 and 21 that there is a director's cut of this film that has yet to be released uh, okay each of the lead girls had to undergo strict physical training which involved doing deadlifts of up to 211 pounds jesus christ several months before shooting vanessa hudgens called the period tormenting <laughs> and she broke down several times in scenes where she's seen crying she actually brought out moments from the, those sessions <laughs> to help with the trauma. And She's yeah. like, we skipped leg day, and it was too much. <laughs> well, they did all their own stunts and shit like that. So Good for them. That, that is a sucker punch. Yeah, I don't want to watch this movie ever, but I might. But I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's it's fun, like, action-y. I don't know why Oscar Isaac was in it. Okay. That's yeah, kind of random. But... Well, all right, cool. So, hope you liked it. <laughs> That's that. We'll see you next time. Do you like it? No. <laughs> okay. Cool. Anyways, uh, good evening, morning, afternoon, night. I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe. Bye. 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 Bye.